Welcome to the God is Love and So Are You podcast. I'm your host, Divinefulness Mary. Divinefulness is loving the real you who your higher power created you to be. That is, your divine sacred self. I'm an author and survivor of childhood sexual abuse who has conquered suicidal thoughts and post-traumatic stress. Through my spiritual and creative arts coaching, I help people get unstuck. How? By guiding them as they explore the infinite power of loving their divine sacred self and start pursuing their dream life. On Easter, God's love overwhelmed and compelled me to create this podcast, a multi-faith mission to remind you how much your higher power loves you and invite you to deepen your relationship with them. Since the most important relationship in our lives is the one we have with ourselves, for about the next year, we're focusing on self-love. This week, we're starting to work on self-care. Please listen to podcast 27 to 32 before you continue listening to this podcast since each episode builds upon the last one. Otherwise, you'll miss important steps in your spiritual self-love journey. Today, I'm going to talk about how powerful creating a morning routine can be and what you can do to release feel-good hormones and decrease your depression. Of course, this includes eating a healthy breakfast. If you're pressed for time, start out by making your routine a short one. Other than breakfast, take a few minutes for each of the four other parts I suggest, and you'll set the tone for your day while nurturing your mind, body, and spirit. Find transcripts on my website at divinelessliving.com slash podcast. No sign-up needed. Send me a message or email your questions to me at mary at divinelessliving.com. I'm starting out with three Bible verses related to nurturing your mind, body, and spirit. They illustrate how your mind, body, and spirit all interact with each other and depend upon each other. The first one is about how important our mind is to developing our spiritual awareness and deepening our relationship with the higher power. Paul says, I urge you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. That's from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Here, Paul's telling us that renewing our mind is the key to transformation. We all know that now he was way ahead of his time. He wisely tells us not to conform to the world and to focus on discerning the will of God. Like I've said before, doing the will of God ties directly into our life choices, since our life choices are based on our passions and talents given to us by our higher power. Your higher power wants you to be happy and to be the best you can be. That's how much they love you. They want you to live a balanced and joyful life. The second Bible verse is short and sweet. From Proverbs 14.30, it says, A tranquil mind gives life to the body. While that's something we already know that's true, by linking our mind's peacefulness to our body's state of relaxation, we recognize the reverse is also true. For example, this means that if you suffer from post-traumatic stress when you're triggered and your mind gets hijacked by a bad memory, your body can help you regain control. During the worst episodes I had, for me, taking a long walk, exercising, or just moving around helped me find my way back to the present moment. That and prayer. This last Bible verse I have for you is also a short one. It talks about the importance of taking care of your body. Paul says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? That's from his first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 3, verse 16. 
My answer is yes and no. Of course, intellectually, we know this. But do we really know this like we know we can count on our loved one's support? For me, the answer is, I don't think so. At least not most of the time. Sometimes I'm better at it, but it's a tough truth to embrace. That's why meditation is essential, and that's why it's mentioned 31 times in the Bible. Meditation is a form of self-love, because when we connect with our higher power, their love reminds us how special and precious we are right now, at this moment in time. We don't need to do anything or be anything. You are special and precious because you're you. A one-of-a-kind masterpiece carefully crafted by your higher power. Meditation also helps us connect with our divine sacred self. Remember, your divine sacred self isn't broken, so it doesn't need to be fixed. Your divine sacred self is the real you, who your higher power created you to be. Your divine sacred self doesn't shame you, blame you, or tell you what you should do or listen to others who try to do any of that to you. Your divine sacred self will teach you how to live in a state of being the beautiful spirit your higher power created you to be. Your divine sacred self will teach you how to show up as the real you and share its infinite power that is ready for you to embrace. When you're connected to your divine sacred self, you'll experience it as a dynamic spirit that's constantly evolving like the natural world. How do we do that? We need to practice being, not doing. That is, just being ourselves. To paraphrase Kurt Vonnegut Jr., we're human beings, not human doings. Creating a morning routine will help you be more of a human being. It includes meditation that helps you calm the subconscious and instinctive parts of your mind. Of course, this also sets a peaceful and positive tone for your day, but there's more. Every day you complete your morning routine, your conscious self is taking charge. You're telling your mind and body they need to consult with you before you do anything. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up for reacting to people and events in your day instead of being proactive. I'll go over the five parts I recommend you include in your morning routine. There's something for your mind, body, and spirit. Like I said earlier, if you have a busy schedule, do each step for a few minutes, other than breakfast. Later, when you have more time, increase the length. Let's begin. Number one, before you go to bed, next to your alarm clock, leave your dream life visualization and affirmations there. Before you even get out of bed, grab it and read or listen to it as you visualize it from an audio you created. If you prefer handwritten notes, I suggest a notepad or three by five index cards. Why? Right when you wake up, you're flooded with alpha brain waves because they bridge the gap between our sleeping subconscious mind and our conscious mind. Studies have shown these alpha brain waves make us relaxed, calmly focused, and open to learning. Two, compassionately meditate for a minimum of three to five minutes. What I mean by this is don't beat yourself up. If you can only focus on everything you need to do that day and not what you're trying to meditate on, be compassionate with yourself. Like waves on a lakefront, just peacefully watch your thoughts roll by without judging them. If you'd like to meditate on a Bible verse about how much God loves you, check out my morning love meditations in Podcast 23 and my evening love meditations in Podcast 24. Three, start your day with a healthy breakfast and continue eating healthy throughout the rest of your day. 
If you don't have a lot of time for breakfast, check out a few tips from a September 13th, 2018 Harvard Medical School blog titled, What's a Healthy Breakfast? One, plain yogurt, fruit, and nuts. Two, oatmeal, fruit, and nuts. Personally, I eat oatmeal with a banana and raisins or whatever fruit is in season. Then I eat an apple with organic peanut butter or I'll eat it with raw peanuts. Three, whole wheat or rye toast with nut butter. Four, black beans and one corn or one whole wheat tortilla. As far as eating a healthy daily diet, research shows doing this decreases your risk of suffering from depression. The January 29, 2020 Harvard Medical School blog states a few research projects analyzed multiple studies from different countries. These studies suggest there's a link between depression and eating a healthy diet. A healthy diet means you're eating very little animal food and a lot of fruit, vegetables, low-fat dairy, olive oil, fish, and whole grains combined with antioxidants. What's an unhealthy diet? That's where you eat very little fruits and vegetables. However, you're eating a lot of red and processed meat, high-fat dairy, refined grains, butter, potatoes, high-fat gravy, and sweets. For more details, I'm including a link to the National Institutes for Health website in the show notes, where you can find more information on many plans, tips for healthy eating restaurant food, and more, including recipes. Four, exercise. Like I said before, find exercises you enjoy. Exercising helps you relieve stress and releases three kinds of feel-good hormones, depending on the type of exercise you do. The feel-good endorphin hormone can relieve stress. They're released during a moderately intense exercise pace, like walking fast or another aerobic exercise. Check this out. When you spend time in the sun, laugh, play music, meditate, and make love, you also release some endorphins. When you lift weights or pedal your bike, your body releases an amino acid your brain uses to make serotonin, which can help with depression, sleep, and your stress response. Oxytocin is released during high-intensity exercises like martial arts. You'll like this one. Lower levels of oxytocin are released when you listen to music. Levels go up when you sing and go up even higher when you sing in a group. Hugging, kissing, and touching loved ones also releases higher levels of oxytocin. Five, find something that will put you into a positive mindset. Snuggle with your pet, read an inspiring book, or take a walk outside or enjoy an outside view from inside your home or an outside view online. In the evening love meditations I mentioned in number two, I invite you to think about one thing you're most grateful to your higher power for that day. However, throughout your day, I hope you'll also be looking for your higher power's messages he has for you. They're all around you. Do you have to pay attention to your surroundings, people, and the events of your day? Let me know how it's going and message or email me with your questions at mary at divinefullnessliving.com. See the show notes for my email address. Will you dare to be the real you and live the life that you deserve? Long live the adventure! Please take a moment today to remember how your higher powers lifted you up over the years and consider deepening your relationship with them. And remember to take care of their precious gift, you. Thank you for listening to the God is Love and So Are You podcast. Join me next Sunday for more about your higher powers passionate love for you. Remember, before we move on to the next self-love guided visualization meditation, we'll have more coaching to guide you on your spiritual self-love journey. Next week, we'll continue working on self-care. Share this podcast with someone who might benefit from it. 
Find transcripts on my website at divinefulnessliving.com slash podcast. No sign up needed. Send me a message or email me at mary at divinefulnessliving.com. For more on healthy eating and my email address, please see the show notes.